Hey guys, it's Clayton from 316 Creative Works. Hey, listen, if you know me, you know that 316 Creative Works exists to partner with artists, businesses, and churches. Uh, one of my good friends is a business guy. It's the Maynard family, and they run a business, and now they're in partnership with us. So that's Precision Door Service. Listen, in case of emergency, I always call Precision Door Service. They are experts in repairing, replacing all your garage doors and overhead doors. They can be reached. They got two numbers. The Indiana side is area code 219-306-8155. Again, 219-306-8155. Now, on the Illinois side, uh, Precision Door Service can be uh, contacted at area code 708-474-6657. And number again is 708-474-6657. You can always get them at precisiongarage-door.com. That's precisiongarage-door.com. Of course, we'll probably have Justin throw a contact card up there for you so you guys can see it if you're watching this. Again, this is Clayton from 316 Creative Works introducing you to another member of the family, the business of precision door service. Thanks, guys. Thanks for checking us out. Thanks. Come on in. We're saving you a seat at the table. Hey guys, thanks for uh, coming back. This is uh, episode two of uh, Seat at the Table with Two Hot Blondes, Katie and Josie. Hey, uh, hey my name is Clayton. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm Clayton. You're watching. You're checking out 316 podcast. Uh, so my name is Clayton from 316 Creative Works. We always want to thank our production crew, uh, our creative, um, our creative producer who is Esther, our house manager Danielle, and always, always my hero uh, is my producer uh, who is Justin. Hey, Justin. But hey, I don't want to. I don't want to get too too deep into the woods over there because we we really got want to keep going uh, with Katie and Josie from their very own podcast, Two Dumb Blondes. Uh, and today we're going to try and wrap up this conversation about revival mm -hmm. in the world, right? Mm -hmm. So we talked about the last time about, about the church's responsibility. Jesus is returning. The world needs to know. And our responsibility actually is being the church. So, mm -hmm. so I left with suggesting that we have all these suggestions about what the church has done wrong or what the church should do better. The question really is then, don't we internalize that or look internally and say, but if I'm the church, so if, if I am the body, the hands, the feet of Jesus, which is actually the definition of the church, right? The bride of Christ, mm -hmm. he's returning. So we got all that. If if the church, if we believe that the church has a job, doesn't that mean that we have, the three of us, Katie, Josie, Clayton, doesn't that mean that we're saying that I have a job, you have a job? Yep. What's the job? To go deeper, to, to, to ask yourself, you know, it starts with yourself. You know, if you're praying for revival, um, you want to ask the Lord what he's calling you to do where you can make a difference. Okay, and so, you, so revival starts with you. With revival starts with you and it, it, you've got to pray like, you know, do you, are you convicted and do you want to go smuggle Bibles into China or do you want to 
be in the mission field or do you want to make a difference here in your own community and how about we just do, do something safe like like make faith-based podcasts that's From a start studios you know that's but see, that's it. That, right? addressing some of the hot that's topics right. to start the conversation to get people excited invite people to a gathering um like we did for the conference you know getting people on board with that to hear things and have conversations start a small group those kinds of things okay so first thing is revival starts with me so i need to figure out my crap right mm-hmm. like there's probably some sin in my life probably it's likely <laughs> i mean i mean if you know me i you mean know. are you asking us because <laughs> yeah. I mean, chances are I've, i mean I've, chances are i probably have a flaw or two yeah right yeah. one or two so Probably conf, conf, right? Con, yeah. What do we call that confession? Right. Yeah. Right. You got to go deep. That's what I was trying to say. You got to go deeper within yourself to deal and let you know. Like if you need healing, if you need to, you know, whatever, whatever that is, deal with your crap. Okay. So what? So what we say in the re, in the recovery world, right? In AA or in sober recovery, we, we call that inventory, right? Doing mm-hmm. an inventory, figuring out what my what my problems are, what my what what his what my brokenness is, what's mm-hmm. my hurts habits, my hangups, what are the things that are stopping me, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, right now I'm, I'm going through losing 50 pounds. For any of you who have been watching, I'm, I need to lose weight. Mm-hmm. I'm on a health journey in another podcast called Recreate. Check that out, 316 podcast. Hey! <laughs> uh, but, but I'm 18 years sober, so there's some good things, mm-hmm. yeah. right? So that is inventory and saying, if I always do what I've always done, I'll always get what I got. Mm-hmm. And it's not good enough. Right. And I think, I mean, I don't want to jump ahead, not that we have a whatever, but, you know, I think that that's where people freeze, you know, like we don't, we don't want to change. We don't want to go that deep. We don't want to look at ourselves and our sin. People don't want to change how they do things because of comfort, because of whatever, you name it. Um, And so we end up stalling. We end up staying still. And then we don't want to change things about ourselves or change how we view the church, how we view our worship. You know, like for so long, the conversation growing up was like, you know, don't raise your hands in worship. Right. You know, you sit there and, you know, and and it's as simple as that, you know. Now, now it's so much that, look, I'm not a hand raiser, but I feel so awkward not now. Because everybody <laughs> has their hands up. I'm like, now I feel like a jerk yeah. for not raising my hands. I see you. And yeah. don't ask me to clap. I'm not a clapper. <laughs> Nobody's okay. a clapper. No one's a clapper. No one claps with us. That's like the one thing, church. <laughs> like, because you guys have microphones. Once we get this revival started, we, people that's exactly are clapping. That's exactly it, though. We can't clap. We want others to clap. <laughs> exactly. We have microphones. So and you, then guys they, do, you guys do this, and you look re- ridiculous. Exactly. I'm, like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and we need your help. I'm looking at you like, help yeah, me. No, I'm, I'm sitting there third row back on the right. I'm, like, I'm not Clayton, doing this. Clayton's looking everywhere else. He's <laughs> like, oh, ridiculous. no. No. It starts so with you, Clayton. Yeah. So, so I do the elder stand where yeah. I, I clasp my hands in front of me. Uh-huh. Sometimes I'll do one of these. Oh, is that an elder thing? Yeah, wow. Okay. Good to know. Okay. Um, so it starts with me, right? I've got, I've got to go inside and, and, and after having read the Bible or been discipled, mm-hmm. then I've got to be like, okay, look, I, I've got some issues. I need to bring these before God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, one of those, all of those, right? And, and then just... Lay that out and say, God, change me. Mm-hmm. I confess this is wrong. This is a sin. This is a habit. This is a thing. 
that, that I have been broken over probably for years, right? I mean, I just didn't just pick up a new sin yesterday, probably, right? I mean, these are, these are things that, that have hung on to me for 30 years, right? Or even generationally, right? right. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, certainly, you know, alcoholism, and, and, but certainly, you know, everything else, right? The, the, the pride of life, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, these are the things that stick with you for generations, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then after confession, I'm all clean now, right? And then what? Then revival? Then number good? <laughs> My friend Josie's going to answer. <laughs> I mean, what's step two? So, right, I'm mean, step one, start with yourself. Right. I think step when, but see, what? this is this is where it's so hard, right? Because when you have that and when you, how do I explain it? We look to people to help us. Right. You know, there's all the different groups, you know, with, we'll use alcoholism as a, as an example, you have groups like Celebrate Recovery to go to to surround yourself with good people that can keep you on the right path. Well, when it comes to just discipleship, we look to our church to surround us and to walk through life with us. And so there's a lot of people that are out there reaching, wanting more. And are we reaching back and investing in them to help them? Because now they're clean, like you said, or they've had that come to Jesus moment, are we discipling them well? Mm-hmm. So so what you're saying is st- step one starts with me. Mm-hmm. And then step two is all about others. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I think just, I think people just need a place to go, you know? Like, we don't even fully understand it because we haven't really been discipled by anybody, you know? So that's that's truly our heart is to figure out what do we need to do to get people in the doors, confessing their sins, and then becoming disciples, you know? Together. It's a team effort. What's the, what's, uh, what's the next step? As, as, I guess, first of all, as an individual, mm-hmm. three individuals, mm-hmm. and then as a group of friends, mm-hmm. and then as a, a church community as a nation, as a world, I got the formula. If it's a formula, right? Revival starts with me yeah. and confession, and then I bring it to others. What does it look like? I mean, how do we actually tactically do it? Or are we just going to sit here on this podcast and talk? <laughs> well, I think we need to go back a second and, and talk about when we say that it starts with us. You know, it's truly the transformational love that Jesus gives, right? Grace. We receive God's grace. When we look at our sins and when we look at our hurts and, you know, truly the only things that God can forgive and he does, it's your relationship with Jesus. And that is what's going to fuel you to share Jesus with other people. It's not going to be necessarily just your story with alcohol. It's going to be Jesus loves me despite my weaknesses. And, and so it's receiving grace and then teaching others about God's grace and love. And, and that's, I, in my opinion, that's what starts revival because that, that transform, it's transformable. I don't know what word I'm trying to say. I know what it means. (laughs) The transformational um, power of Jesus is what gets spread. And that's the focus. Right. And, and this has happened before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Many, many times, actually. Yeah. So the, the world has been lit on fire with the Holy Spirit before, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Revival. Yeah. 
and it's still happening now. It's just it, it not it doesn't seem like it's happening in America. You know, it the places that it's happening are where people are so desperately in need of Jesus and so desperately in need of something to cling to. Whereas here in the Western Church, we we live really comfortable lives. You know, we don't we don't need to confess our sins. We're we're doing just fine without it. You know, but. Jesus is showing up in these dirty, in these dirty, messy huts in Africa, in the Middle East. Like, Jesus is showing up, and we, I want, I want, I want it. <laughs> yeah, I want, I want us want to want that, you know. What's next for you guys? As, as a team, as, as friends, as a group, as, um, as artists, as singers, as, as podcasters, as, as people, what, what are you guys working on? Anything cool? Well, yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, you do you want you say you go is this too scandalous or secretive i mean yeah. it's uh, just i don't want to talk about it if it's, it's not going to happen yeah it's in the it's in the very baby stages yeah. but Katie and i have had a heart for this for a long time for people of truly any age but um we have we have a passion for people our age because we feel like they don't really have a place in the church they they there's they graduate youth group and then they have to be married for a couples group, you know? So we feel like there's there's just a gap, but we want a place for people of all ages to come, be discipled, disciple others, and just learn and equip them, equip ourselves. Okay, so without going into too many details, getting into the gory details of what mm-hmm. you're thinking, it sounds like the two of you 20-somethings have a heart for people your age yes. who feel disconnected from faith-based spiritual yeah. community We'll call yeah. it a church sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we do church at the farmhouse, right? I mean, you get 10, 15 people here and, and talk and pray and laugh and, mm-hmm. and cuss and, and put on shows and do podcasts. That's that, you know, wherever two or three are, are gathered yep. in God's name, you've got church there, yep. right? right? So you guys are working on starting something yes. that is to influence right. or... Uh, for for all generations, yeah. because that's part of it. You know, I think that we have all these different groups. We've got all these different, you know, which are great. They're great. But part of the church is being together, Mm -hmm. you know, and we, we, in a way we seclude Mm -hmm. others and, and I want to taste it all. I want to be a part of it all. I want others to experience the people that I love from all the ministries of church because they're great people Mm -hmm. and they have a lot of love and a lot of things to give to help teach others. And that's what it is. It's, it's, doing life together and and yeah we're passionate about it all we're passionate about people our age older revival discipleship we just want to see change yeah well it's exciting to to think about i know you know i've I've worked with uh, with you guys before and done a lot of great work with you guys together uh, at our church and at other places as as we have partnered as a team to creatively communicate the gospel of christ uh, which is what i'm about so guys you know i don't know when we're going to actually publish this. I don't know if uh, Katie and Josie will actually have something out by the time you see this, but it certainly is is my goal as, as an artist and as a businessman to help them, to walk alongside of them, and to promote the crap out of them. <laughs> so whatever you guys need, you. blessings to you. Thank you. Uh, thanks thanks for, for leading, for personally leading me in worship for so many years, <laughs> certainly leading my, my wife and my family in worship for so many years. Mm. I look forward to many more. And I, you know, I certainly hope... You guys have enjoyed uh, sitting at the table with Katie and Josie, who are the the co-hosts of uh, Two Dumb Blondes. You guys are uh, watching a 316 podcast. 
I'm Clayton from 316 Creative Works. Thanks for checking us out. We'll see you guys later. Hey, this is Clayton from 316 Creative Works talking about our podcast. Listen, if you like any of this stuff that you saw or you heard, I'm going to give you a couple places where you might find it besides coming in live to the Farmhouse Studios. There's a couple platforms you can find these on. Um, <clears throat> so you can check out Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and SoundCloud. So for the cheap seats in the back there, let me say this one more time. You can go to Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and SoundCloud. You can find it under 316 Podcasts.